this is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela. I'm psychic and empath indigo. Uh, what am I forgetting? Master. Master of unknown loving and 11. Oh, that's right. The master of the unknown. We, yeah. we, we talked about that a little bit, uh, yeah. I think, last time. But I'm a master now. I've graduated to Jedi level of unknown. And I'm Ryan Singer. Uh, thanks for listening. I do stand-up comedy. Um, I also have a paranormal podcast, Paranormal Investigate. Uh, I, I paranormal investigate. There you I go. I paranormally investigate. <laughs> I investigate paranormally. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of... Um, I mean, we can we could... We could talk all day about the paranormal, but um, in you know, my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> shapeshift, and or morph or whatever, we're not even yeah. exactly sure. She does. The, yeah, what, to what call do you it. call it? Um, is she a? We don't even know. I mean, the possibilities are out there. She could be a jinn. She could be a highly untrained witch. People have theorized to me in the past. Some people think she has a fairy attachment. Uh, but anyway, that's like a whole. You know, you can check that out on the other podcast if you're interested. Um, we have a new moon coming up, yeah, I think, we do. Is, the, is the idea here. And this is like, <coughs> because of my dream journal, and I had no dreams last night. Ooh. We're recording these like boom, 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 boom. So even maybe though they're, you, even though they're weeks apart. your body. Maybe I did. That's usually what it means. Um, there's also, because I know like people who are listening will be like, oh, wait, they were talking about this last week. It's like, well, we're talking about like, this is like, but we're recording many episodes in a couple days here. Yeah. Because we're both traveling so much coming up. But I also, who was I talking to? I can't remember. But the idea of repressing dreams on purpose because of, you know, how awful they used to be when I was a kid. So it's like, I got very good at that. So I don't think I, le- I don't think I left my body. I am very interested in being aware of leaving my body for dreams. Um, last night, it's like I just like when I wake up. Sometimes it's like I was, you know, and like people. I don't know if everybody listening has this experience, but you know, when like you were young, quote unquote, younger, and people are like, "Oh my god, you're not going to believe what you did last night," and you feel like you're oh, blacked out. Oh yeah. Well, when I like wake up from sleep, sometimes I'm I have that sensation like, where am I? What did I do? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, naps for sure. Because there's no, because yeah. there's no dream. So like, there's no like weird understanding that, oh yes, I was sleeping. I feel like I just had the lights turned out on. Yeah. Me. So that's how I felt today when I woke up. Nice. Um, lights out cold, but um, I dream of eight hours of sleep and I never get it. Really? I dream of it. I always how get, late like, do you I drink coffee? In, I always come in or at like caffeine. seven. Oh shit. I just dropped this giant <laughs> crystal on my pulse. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, that is a giant crystal. <laughs> it's, it's the ball crusher. <laughs> it's a giant stone. Damn. It's Atlantis. You're into some weird shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Like, uh, you know, it's like a sadomasochist um, or BDSM. It would be yeah. uh, BDCSM. <laughs> like, <laughs> crystal. Okay. Anyway, the point is. I think when it comes to, like, the reason I even brought up the dream journals because I was tracking moon phases, and then in concert with that, we've talked about this, I've realized the physical effect on my body of different moon phases. Mm-hmm. And, like, new moon specifically. So whenever cancer. this comes out, um, that's right, because I'm ruled by the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and And just, like, it's like, I used to tell people, I'm like, my man period's got me girl crazy. 
Oh, I like that. Um, and <laughs> because of, you know, the scientific research of people trying to like prove whether or not men have cycles, mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, I mean, it, maybe it makes sense. Like maybe, you know, but for me, it's the new moon really gets me fired up. You know, I really like to, well, I've talked about this before. Um, new moons for me are, well, okay, all the moons, all the, all the moons. It's a really good time to do masturbation sex for some reason for me. Um, Wait, when you or say not masturbation, masturbation I mean masturbation magic. I was like, <laughs> so, slash sex magic. <laughs> I was like, did you turn into sex. like a 78 year old <laughs> yeah. woman? Like, he, she was in her room having, doing masturbation I sex. I did just wrap up my first period uh, in a year, not as a woman. I didn't just turn into a woman, but yeah, my first period in like a year. So that's been, and we did talk a couple episodes ago about your, um, your calmness that you seem to, yeah. have, which was, and we were talking about it before we were, we were recording. And to be clear, it was like a lack of, or an absence of frenetic, like, anxiety that's nice as opposed to like oh what's wrong with you See, if you i just seem- do cardio i'm in that zone too but i've been really lazy oh and that's something new beginnings new moon that i'd like to put out there for people i've been having a hard time like jump starting stuff because uh, i still i'm still kind of babying myself and coming up with excuses to not exercise to not keep my apartment super clean which i usually am a clean freak and um Brandy keeps asking me, you know, about printing this John Hamm picture. We're still working on that. And I have this picture frame. It has like a weird uh, picture of a lock in it right now. This hottie picture frame that Brandy pressured me into buying. I didn't want to buy it. It was peer pressure. So, <laughs> so You have no responsibility in this matter. Yeah. So I hate not doing things. I hate saying I'm going to do something and not doing it because I feel like a total fucking loser. So I do everything I say I'm going to do. Even like... Um, Does it stop you from saying you will do things because you're worried that you might not no. be able to do them? And sometimes I'll say like, give me a day or two to figure it out. But then once I say it, it's like, it's set in stone for that's me. how i like to i like to operate but i think i'm sometimes i go a little too far yeah to where it's almost like a lack of commitment to uh well that could be your judgment too well that could be is that okay <laughs> yeah so that makes yeah. me feel that's, better now i have I, an excuse i hate being i hate being the 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 sloppy sad i want to be the the diligent there for friends that sad um but so uh Last sloppy night, Sag, it sloppy sounds. Sag. <laughs> there are a lot of sloppy sages. Any Sagittarius is like, around. oh, it's real easy to get sloppy. Yeah. So, um, so I was, I was, um, uh, dusting and resetting the because right now I have like crystals in water on my altar, my my spring altar, and I was kind of doing it up a little bit, and um. I pulled out that picture frame and I was like, I am getting on. Remember how Apple you used to be able to order prints, photo prints through your photos on an, on a Mac. It was super easy and it was very cheap. So they don't do that anymore now. And it sucks. And I didn't know what to do. I felt like I felt like a mom learning the internet, like like my mom learning the internet. I just like, see you banging <laughs> on keys with like your two pointer fingers. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Print, print. Yeah, it was like, where do I get pictures from the internet now? Because I'm not going to a drugstore. But uh, I found an option. Can't remember what it. Oh, Amazon, Amazon prints. Um, which I know we're not supposed to be using Amazon because they're ruining the world. And there's everything. a ton of websites where you can upload yeah. photos. And yeah, you get prints. Amazon was yeah. the cheapest shipping and the fastest because I need these fucking photos now. So here's the crazy shit I did. 
I went to look up a picture of John Hamm, but then there were a few photos where he's looking into the camera and it feels like he's looking at the you, at me. Like he's looking at me is what I'm saying. I think that's and, like when you look directly into the lens. Yeah, it has an uh, effect. When someone's taking your photo. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, good job. That's <laughs> so. why like, I tell people like when they're taking photos, like selfies with their cell phone, uh-huh. it's always like, look at the hole. Yeah. I always say, look oh, at I the hole. Do. I never do. I'm hole. always the one looking at the, the, the other end. Um, so I these pictures where he's looking like at the lens really affected me. And I'm, I'm trying to be, cause I'm, you know, after you're hurt, like you don't want, you're kind of untouchable. Like you go into like your little shell, well, especially you, you're a cancer, but you like, you kind of like hole up in your house and you don't really want to get out there. I did for a minute. And then I was like, no, I don't want to be touched by a man ever again. Now I'm, str- I'm trying to get back into the, I want to be touched. So when a hot man in a photograph is staring back at you, like someone that you actually want to have sex with, it has this really great effect. Like it, it lit up a bunch of my pistons. I fell all fired up. So I, I was picking out. I wasn't out- expecting pistons. To- <laughs> right. They get fired up. So, so then I was like, wow, this has such a, an effect on me. And I remember, um, Kunk, my best friend, the Cuban growing up, uh, growing up, we, we were in our twenties, but yeah, we were growing up together. Um, in her bedroom, she always had photos of her celebrity crushes and she always manifested meetings, sex, whatever. I mean, she had like a relationship with one of them. Um, and I thought, oh my God, this is how she did that. Like you put these pictures up and then they're in your brain and then you're like throughout the day subconsciously forming a connection to this person. And if you put enough into it and you know, you're a crazy, powerful Cuban witch thing. But I don't even know what she is. But um, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm printing a shit ton. Oh, eight by tens. Did I order a bunch of eight by tens of John fucking ham? How yes. many eight by tens? Um, maybe six. <laughs> so here's it's the almost thing. like you're jo- a young John Ham trying to get an agent at this point. Like back. In the oh, early days, I yes. Like, I got to well, get a bunch of eight I, by tens of my get, headshot and if, I got to send them out. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like maybe I should have done Eric from True Blood, but I don't want a blonde. I want a brunette man. So there's that. So, um, I, I was That's like, wow, an interesting put- thing too, about when it comes to, you know, preferences in yeah. person. Yeah, like, ideally. What people are attracted to. When I was a very young kid, I was like, it was all, I was all about blonde haired girls. Uh-huh. And then. I was too as a child. Yeah. And then the last, and then the older I got, or currently, I mean, I, it's like, I can't remember the last time I was like really hot for a, for a blonde. Yeah. I'm, um, it's weird. It's like d- the darker, the darker hair. Yeah. Or, I think yeah. it's cause we grew up with dark hair. We liked the opposite, but I, but once we came into ourselves and we realized I should be just yeah. having sex with Don't get a me female wrong. version of I'm myself. I'm not going to throw Alexander Skarsgård <laughs> out of my bed. All right. I will settle for his blonde hair. And Diane Lane, she can, she's got an open invitation. Oh, I love Diane Lane. Diane Lane is the, She's the end all be That's all. That's a classy of, one, Ryan. Diane Good for Lane you. is like woo. Patrick Swayze's favorite actor. Diane Lane is celebrity crushes is good. This is I a mean, good portfolio. Diane Lane is oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, she's okay, gorgeous. Enough about Diane Lane. Okay, so, so maybe I'll get some eight by ten of Diane Lane. You should convince her to leave that husband of hers. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, it was really funny though. I, I I ordered all these photos and I took a screenshot because you could see like before you place the order, all the photos. And I sent it to Brandy and I was like, well, I'm going hog wild on this. I'm going to put them up everywhere because here's the thing. If the person 
if someone you aspire to have sex with and, and like somebody on a, like a very sexy sort of pedestal, you know, like a celebrity crush, I really do not have uh, an attachment to John Hamm in, in any sense, really. I don't know him. But is he a gorgeous, hilarious, successful man? Yes. Is that what I want in my next partner? Oh, you betcha. So I'm going to put these photos up. And when John Hamm is staring at me, I probably will be less likely to uh, walk to the health food store and buy soy ice cream that's full of sugar and eat it in my bed while I binge watch something. I mean, that's not probably going to happen as much. <laughs> and also, will I squat? Will I want to feel sexy again? Because John Hamm has a piercing gaze penetrating me every day. Yeah. I mean, this is I, the, the feeling I felt when I was looking at these photos, because I expected to just print a four by six for the picture frame. But the feeling I felt was so strong and positive. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go back to these preteen and bedroom. T what is it? Teen beat, tiger beat. Put yeah, them on I the wall. I think there's a difference between this, what you're describing, and if anyone has seen... Uh, a friend of mine sent me a link to this documentary and I'd seen it years ago, but it's called, I think we're alone now. And it's this about these my... two different stalkers who are obsessed oh, with pop star Tiffany. Oh, and they have like Tiffany. One of them has Tiffany like photos of Tiffany and everything like everywhere. Whoa. In the apartment. Like Ooh, everywhere, weird. which is, uh, which is different than because this person thinks that, they and Tiffany are supposed to be together. Yeah. Okay. And like, so and like, but, <laughs> and I think have been there's a with fine even line legal with even legal here. things getting in the way of like you know making sure yeah. that that doesn't happen. And I keep saying they because the it, one person is um, is a hermaphrodite, and I'm not sure how they identify. You couldn't tell because the you know the the pronoun was switching constantly yeah. between even friend even the friend one friend Sorry was like you know I'd like to support her you know and and when I'm hanging out with them I don't and it's like wait how good of friends are you yeah like, no but anyway, shit but it's it anyway that's a whole other thing when you have that person plastered and yeah. restraining orders become. Well, uh, something that's getting too, involved. That's a little bit different. This yeah. isn't what we're talking about here. We're no. talking about an ideal. Yeah. And, and it, it, that person wanted Tiffany specifically and granted Kunk wanted her specifically and she got them. Um, but I would say like for me, I want a man on that level, you know, like that's where I am. I do not necessarily believe it would be John Hamm. I'm also not ruling it out. I mean, you know, could be Alexander Skarsgård. Like I said, I'd settle for him. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, about Tiffany? When I was a child, um, a friend of my mom's was taking her kids, her kid child to see Tiffany in concert, and I'd heard her on the radio, and I uh, remember I had to fill the dishwasher to be able to go. And I was like, I don't want to go to a concert. This sounds stupid. And uh, we went to this concert. It was the first time anybody had seen New Kids on the Block. They were opening for Tiffany. And I remember that was my my sexual awakening. They came out on stage in those little short biker tight biker pant things that are like spandex like you'd ride a bike wearing these you don't wear them but everybody was wearing them at the time and they had baggy t-shirts and they came out and they did the whoa oh, oh and they you know remember oh, oh. did you ever see that right dance stuff. yeah where they'd like Yo, they'd I like shuffle their feet back dance. and forth but like swing in their legs yeah, was, I know it 
Oh my God. It's like the pendulum legs. I couldn't believe I was in public feeling those feelings. I felt so much. I just had so much sex feeling in my body over New Kids on the Block. And then Tiffany was great too. But then I was like, I bought all these cassette tapes and well, because they wouldn't have them on CD, like the old original New Kids on the Block. It was KOTB. Yeah, yeah. As they're called now. Yeah, not not a not. I'm not really. I think I'm too old for Backstreet Boys. Maybe, do you know how to feel the effects? I appreciated them, but yeah, the the sexual awakening was With the new boy kids. band. Yeah, the yeah. boy band did wonders. Who else were there? Oh, in sync. Yeah, and that's where Timberlake yeah. came out of. Yeah, they called me on my birthday and sang happy birthday to me because my ex best friend was on Mickey Mouse Club with them, and she went to their party instead of mine their Christmas party instead of my birthday party. I was very upset. That's why I didn't answer the phone when I saw her calling and it was the band in sync. Well, they're not a band. Are they? They don't play instruments. They're a boy band. She gave Justin Timberlake his first hand job. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're <laughs> real proud news. of that. Breaking news here. <laughs> so when it comes to like, I guess this is just like a vision board, but for a person. Yeah. And it is interesting to think, I mean, we, someone my friend Ingrid had reached out and was like, you know, is there like magical everyday magical stuff that's like easy to do or like what is magic and what isn't magic? And Oh yeah. I think, you know, part of it is when you start thinking about some of these things that are just, Oh, this is just something that you can do. That's helpful. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like the the list for anything you want. I mean, right now I have a list going for a a home, uh, preferably a bungalow. Uh, I was going to say an apartment. Well, you could even say a to-do list. Yeah. In some sense is, a you know you could you could even frame that as being this magical thing yeah that you're going to, a, a list of things you're going to manifest well i have a list of 120 things that i want out of my next partner stars are by the deal breakers i don't read it every day so you put deal breakers <laughs> i'm on a there, master manifester they have to have that or that yeah. if they have that they're off the list no both um no, I did it more positive, so I'd say they have to have it. And it's it's um So not everything on the list is a deal breaker, obviously. Right, yeah. And and you wanna get um seventy five percent of the list. If they're not seventy five percent of the list, then then they're not the guy. They're not the guy for me. So And what's the total number of things you should have on the list? Um, I don't know. It's seventy five percent of one twenty uh, math. Oh, so it's hundred and twenty yeah. things. That's yeah. what I mean. It's hundred and twenty things. Um I've been reading it a lot, but I also, I don't know. I, That's a I lot of things, actually. I, I would suggest people read, if they do this, read it every day. Especially New Moon is a great time to start this. A list of anything, like a new job. Um, read it every day in front of the mirror. 120 is a lot. The apartment slash bungalow I'm looking for, probably like 20 things. Twenty. Th- I, I want a bathtub for witchcraft. Um, and for bats, <laughs> I want an outdoor space. I need it to be quiet. Um, yeah, like uh, I would prefer vintage tiles in the kitchen and bathroom, not painted over like lots of people wreck these great Hollywood Art Deco places. Um, but yeah, I made a list and I keep it on my altar and I read it every day, which is really easy because it's so short. But even like somebody reached out about a job that is very draining and uh, they hate it and the people they work with, are, and we've all had that. And I told them some crystals that are good. I also tell people um, something like that, like a bad scenario. Um, I don't think I told you this. Uh, I always use a lavender sea salt scrub that I get from Trader Joe's that really helps. It really, I say I release what does not serve me and I just wash it away. I do that almost every day because you pick up 
release stuff from You say people. what? I release what does not serve Okay, me. I just wanted to hear you say that because you said it yeah. so fast. Yeah, I mean, da, da, da. that's what I say. It's, I, what I speak in tongues so in the shower, <laughs> channel demons. <laughs> um, but then um, I was talking to Frank the Bone Thrower and he said to me, he was like, girl, you got to get an iron body scraper. That is, I'm not, that is not what he called it, but that's the visual I have of it. He has a thing that he keeps in the shower and he scrapes off all it's the It's already making me uncomfortable. The word scrape. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me uncomfortable. Uh, the word uh, scrape iron, and slice. Scraping your body with iron. That's like a scene from Game of Thrones. That's not a good scene. It's reminding me of the movie Gattaca, which if, if someone's old enough to remember Ethan Hawke movie and Gattaca, oh, yeah. just, it's like an acronym for the letters of the DNA strand. And this is back when like, this is like a futuristic movie from like 20 years ago where like you can't, there's like everything is watched. There's cameras everywhere. Everyone's DNA and is on Ethan file. And Ethan Hawke is faking it. He has inferior DNA. And Isn't but he's Jude in the Ball shower. In but he's in the shower scrubbing himself to make sure he doesn't have any like flakes of his skin come off. Oh yeah, they'll because get he's got to yeah he's got to make sure his DNA doesn't. You show know, Madonna up. does that too. She's scared someone's gonna clone her. Seriously. Yeah, she seriously is. I mean, you can look I this up. It's... She she gets like all crazy about the garbage and stuff. She, like I think she has her people clean her hotel room after she leaves because she's scared someone will come in there and get her hair and clone her someday. And she's very protective of her clone as she should be. <laughs> we should all be that protective of our the potential. The fact that clone. this is even a concern yes. is, um, you know, whether you want to say it's paranoid delusions or not, the fact that that's even where we're at as a creature when there's people who are like you know, without homes. Yeah. I've been and writing. Yet someone's worried about themselves <laughs> clone. Yeah. Fuck it. And other you're, people are, are like, you your know. consciousness doesn't even go into that clone. It It's not even you, you know? I mean, I, I guess the oh, paranoid oh, delusion oh would be like, they're going to clone me and then kill me and replace me. Oh, I guess maybe in her case, especially she's a Leo. <laughs> I, I have a Leo moon. I can say this, but Leos are got their heads real far up their asses a lot of the time. I, I do. I do. Um, but so, <laughs> a lot of ego. Lot maybe of ego. that's why I came out early and was cancer instead of Leo. Yeah, that's why. Because I knew I didn't want to have my head so far up my yeah. ass as you would say. Well, I think I told you this, uh, uh, not on the podcast, but Frank the Bone Thrower told me I walk with the lion and I was like Ryan and I both walk with the lion Christopher uh, I think I've gone with Christopher I haven't named mine but um, Christopher was the first name that popped into my head it's and good I, it's just a, I like it's a it very, like ridiculous he sounds name. like a well-read lion like, Christopher I'm Christopher <laughs> Are we hiking today, Ryan? <laughs> yes, Christopher, don't get too far ahead of me yeah, yeah, no, that's good, Ryan I also want to say for the new moon um, I keep talking about this, but people need a My Theme Music playlist. I also uh, realized I have pet names for myself. When I'm um, when I'm feeling bad, I start talking to myself. Oh, this is going to be dark. Uh, I think maybe they're pet names I wish my dad had called me. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to I'm trying to heal that wound without ever speaking to or seeing him again that's and that is the only way i do not ever i have no desire to ever see this man again but um i call myself baby girl which is very condescending i honestly don't want anybody to call me that except me <laughs> like but, but I, I understand that from like to nurture if you're yourself. looking for a nurturing like, yeah from a nurturing per, or caretaker perspective mm -hmm. that's like different yeah. Then like someone walking down, you're walking down the street and some guy's like, hey, baby girl. Ooh, gross. Yeah, yeah that's, definitely not. Yeah, that's gross. Um, I had a, 
this is act- what was crazy is this is actually when I call myself, I'll call myself supermodel. What if John Hamm really wants to call you baby oh girl? Oh my God, are you kidding? The, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. That would not be condescending, Ryan, whatsoever. That would be like, yes, I am your baby girl. Hold me like a baby. <laughs> Swaddle me, John Hamm. It's- <laughs> Okay, we're going places we don't need to go. Um, so I so sometimes I call myself supermodel, which I also call uh, Rue and the two my Dolly and Daisy, all the girl pets. Um, I also call them beauty queens, and I'll call myself beauty queen sometimes. So um, just two days ago, I was I was walking to the health food store, and um, I'm wearing this real foxy muumu that I love. And it is not, it's funny. Cause like, I never think when I put it on, I feel like I'm quitting, but I love it, but it is kind of glamorous. I mean, it's a muumuu. Let's be real. It's like a, it's a cute little muumuu thing that has like a Mexican flavor to it. It's beautiful. And, um, but you cannot see any part of my body in this except my, like my knees down. So I'm walking and this FedEx driver, he looked like the rock, which, okay. Um, that's good. <laughs> and he goes, you not because I mean, it's just nice. The rock feels like a nice, safe thing. And, um, he shouts at me, Hey, supermodel. And I, I just started laughing, which is still cat calling. For it's the record. still cat calling. I started laughing and I was like, is that the way we should be? Like, just don't talk to me ever. You know what I mean? Yes, that. But at the same time, I was like, that delighted me but don't do it man don't do it and you're ever. at work bro yeah you're at work bro i'll get the number off your truck i'll fuck your shit up i mean i would have if he had been like baby girl oh you know what i hate is when they go mommy when they come oh that's so creepy that's um, the creepy that's the worst one yeah. but then i was <laughs> i can honestly so, say in 42 years well on on well i haven't been sexually active for 42 years um that would but, be strange. So when did I really start becoming sexually active? Probably in like, um, you know, I was almost 19 when I lost my virginity. So let's say for 24 years. Mm-hmm. Um, never once have I said mama. Ew. In like, I've never sent I've never like daddy. whispered the words like, oh, mama. Ew. Or, Ugh. I mean. I had a guy. That just seems so yeah, fucking creepy. I me. had a guy. Um, ugh. The first morning I woke up next to him, he was like rubbing on me and we had, we'd had sex the night before and we actually were together for years after this, but he, he said, don't mind me. I'm just molesting you. And I was like, get out of bed. Right. What the fuck, dude? It's gross. And I don't know why I said it for three years. We've had to, um, well, we've had to. Um, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> you say that like, you, and you call yourself supermodel, and I say we over here. I think you know. There's lots of um, oh gosh. There's I have used the wrong word before in bed um, because I didn't realize the meaning. What of, word? Um, I use the word. I got to make sure I get this correct. Oh God, I'm surfing a lot. Um, I use the word. Uh, I think I used. I was. W- uh, it was with a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and like, not just we were at it. <laughs> yeah, not just we, and we were getting hot and heavy. And I think I said something along the lines of like, "I want to ravage you." Ah. And she stopped and she goes, "I think it was ravage." And she goes, "I don't think you know what ravage means." <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, I mean, I want to like you know, um, I want to like." I want to like consume you, my passion. <laughs> I want to dommer you. Yeah, and um, she's like, "Well, no, you you shouldn't 
you shouldn't say that to me. I don't want you to say that to me anymore. I was like, okay. Um, and then she explained, I'm, I'm going to look up the actual definition of ravage while I'm talking about this, just so I make sure that I'm getting this right. But, but once she explained it to me, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I basically, I shouldn't... Um, there was a late night talk show host who said it to a woman once, you look ravaging. And she was like, I think she corrected him, I hope. Maybe Charlize Theron. I, that's Cause severe and extensive damage to. Yeah. That is the... Um, it's like what That is the definition do. of ravage. So mm-hmm. basically, I told this woman I was in love with, <laughs> I want to cause severe and extensive damage to. That's so fucked and up. she's like, thank God. She's like, I mean, well, she, we need to come up with a safe word and now. She was like exponentially smarter than me. So she knew immediately what the word was. And she's like, you know... You, you do not want... I think she even referenced pirates. Oh, good. Like yeah. Said. Yeah. It's um, a good word for pirates. The severely damaging or destructive effects of something. And that's when uh, something is, you know, like ravages. I, uh, yeah. So don't use the word no, like ravages. No, don't. Um, also, so I was... Uh, this was another cat call thing that happened recently that was definitely not the norm. I was parking my truck and there was a young guy standing across the street and... Um, he was yelling at me and he had a smile on his face and I was like, go fuck yourself. And, um, I get out of my truck and he's like, you are amazing at parallel parking. And I mean, it's a giant truck and he's right. I am amazing at parallel parking. I had to learn though in Pittsburgh. So that's when you get good at it. And, um, I was like, Oh, thanks. But he kept yelling to get my attention, which uh, basically dudes, the subtext like, here is you're a woman. Yeah. How could you? Yes. Park a yes. Truck? Thank you. I, but I do think most people can't parallel park. So I didn't think of it as sexist. I was surprised because usually when they're yelling things, it's like, Oh, gross. I just remembered a guy. Um, I was walking by holding my dress down, passing him on a, on a, at a crosswalk. And he goes, I was praying for a breeze. Oh my God. And I was like, pray for starving children. You piece of shit. Like (laughs) praying for a breeze. Yeah. That's pretty creepy. I think when it comes to, um, you know, there's no way to cat call a stranger. There's no way to cat call a stranger. And talking to a woman who you don't know (sighs) has, um, luckily become, more difficult than it used to be in the past, mm-hmm. at least for those uh, men who are trying to pay attention to like social cues and things yes. like that. And it's like, for me, it's like psychedelics, like uh, Terrence McKenna would say. It's like set and setting. Like there's places where women go to meet men. Yes. Um, yes. And there are places oh, men God, go never to at meet the gym. women. I hate yeah, that. So the shit. gym, I mean, Ugh. I think there's very few, I mean, I can't speak for women or men, but. I would guess that there's not a ton of people who join a gym to meet someone. No, no. And you know what? If you're a man listening to this and you're like, well, but maybe sometimes there is. She's doing the leg thing. When there's a woman. Like I'm there. She's like. Here's how you can tell if she's wearing makeup and her hair's down at the gym. She is there to meet somebody for the most part. And I'm speaking from women I'm friends with who go to the gym like that in hopes of meeting somebody. There are women. But for the most part, we don't want to meet somebody at the gym. I I mean, it's. I also think it just needs to be. Did she smile back at you? It, it just fucking smile at us, and if we smile back, then introduce yourself. Potentially. Potentially. Because there's also just being polite. Yeah. Oh, I get called a bitch all the time, all the time, and I don't care. I, I am. I. That's one of the reasons I embrace the word bitch as a positive thing. Oh, I just got what I wanted. I'm a bitch. Like that's for real how I feel about it. When I'm out with friends and I will have to say to a dude, hey, we're just trying to have a girl's night. 
you know, can you, and I'm always the friend who has to say this. Um, they'll, they won't do it to my face cause they're fucking cowards, but they'll do it as they turn away, bitch. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a bitch and I'm getting what I want, which is you to fuck off. <laughs> Stay to my face and see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'll drop a crystal on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when it comes to like trying to figure out, um, when you're having masturbation sex. Yes, the masturbation <laughs> sex. Don't, <laughs> don't, I mean, don't do this with someone else. It'll be real weird. I mean, I think you have to find yourself in a comfortable position where you don't feel like you have to hold anything back. Yeah. If you really want to unleash the power of, of the forces of nature, so yes. to speak here, when it comes to magic, you have to, you don't have to, but I think it's, it's helpful to get into a position where you're you're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you what, to really amp up that masturbation sex, you got to dance. And I say this all the time, but dancing is so important. I sing and dance before I do magic or during magic. And it's it really amplifies it. When I had roommates and I, in college and I couldn't like really get real freewheeling and freaky with my magic because I lived in a walk-in closet. I'm not even exaggerating. I lived in a walk-in closet. But um, I could I couldn't dance. I couldn't sing. There was no room. And I started doing it as soon as I could. And it really makes a difference. Singing and dancing. Like, look at, look at Native Americans. Like, look how they invoked spirits. Like, look at, look at all these people who are not self-conscious and part of something bigger dancing, like these tribes. Like, there is something really big in dancing. You conjure something. Whenever I'm irritable now, because I'm, I'm trying to drink less, uh, I'll just start dancing. And I, it brings on a better mood. I probably dance every day now just to survive the hormone flux. And it's also, you don't realize it maybe, but it's also cardio. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex-girlfriend, the same ex-girlfriend who corrected me on ravaging. Um, <laughs> she sounds God. great. Yeah. Um, she actually married a guy she met at the gym. This is very interesting, like all the things wow. that are popping up about her. Um, she, um, I'm pretty sure she married a guy she met at the gym. Um and so, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, she would dance as a warm-up to working out. Nice. That's how she would, you know, that's how she would get uh, loose or whatever, yeah. uh, or get the heartbeat going and things like that. She yep. would just, she'd put on her favorite, like, punk rock song, and she'd just jam out for about four minutes. Damn, like, Ryan, how'd you let around. this one go? She sounds I didn't let her go. Cool. She let me go. Oh, um, wow. Actually, we broke up, I think, the day I was moving to Los Angeles. So it was about eight years ago. She's oh, wow. great, though. She's great. I mean, I knew it was a relationship that wasn't going to last when I got into it. Do you remember when our birthday was? Um, yes. Um, in the early part of March. The early part of March? She was a Pisces? So, I, no, I, I do remember because that of the band 311. The band 311. So it was 311. Oh, yeah. She's Pisces. She's right around Brady's birthday. So Pisces are, are which one's the oh, good one John for Hamm cancer? That Pisces. Pisces is good for Scorpio. cancer. Scorpio. I mean, all water is good with water. Um, but, uh, yeah, Brandy and her partner, Cancer and Pisces. I know so many Cancer and Pisces couple, Pisces couples. They're, yeah, it's a real common one. Um, that's interesting. I love Pisces. That's like, no offense, Ryan. It's the only water sign I can deal with (laughs) romantically. (laughs) Like now as a crab, I'm a water sign. Yes. And when it comes to doing different types of magic, I wonder what the, I wonder what's out there about do do water signs have a specific type of magic that are better for them? Oh yeah, moon magic for sure. Well, for for cancers, but I think anybody operating with their planets 
that's huge. Like that, um, that moon, the big full moon we had that went into, uh, it was the sun had just gone into Sagittarius. It was uh, last Thanksgiving sun had just gone into Sag and the moon was in Gemini. And, um, I do have some Gemini in my chart. Um, but it's also my opposite, but it's like Sag and Gemini are the only opposites that are like in love with each other and can balance each other. Well, it's hard for other opposite, uh, you know, what is yours? Did we figure it out? My rising? No, what your opposite sign is, what cancers. I can never remember other people's, only my own. But Oh, I don't know the, if we ever, ever On looked. the wheel, it's whatever's across from you on the wheel. So for oh, me, it's So if Gemini. I'm in July, or if can't, I can't remember. But that, that moon was, that was like the craziest brain I've had in a long time was the, the three days. And that Thanksgiving, holy shit. Even after that moon, it's like I couldn't stop vibrating. Um, but yeah, I was gonna t- I was gonna talk a little bit too about um, the master- cancer and Capricorn. Oh man, I would say so. Wow, yeah, Cancer and Capricorn. I can't imagine those two together. Um, yeah, I know. Scorpio I do love the moon. I do understand. Like I, that resonates with me because I talk to the moon. Mm-hmm. You should. I've always talked to the moon. Um, you know, I'm. I love the moon. Like mm-hmm. last night, I was oh. even coming in. I was like, "I see you, motherfucker." <laughs> like, water you don't get to see it too. all the time. Great out yeah. here. Yeah. Um, even like you, because you have that really great crystal water bottle that you're you have the water mm-hmm. and anything like that for any Talk of the water, to your water. signs. I do. I do a lot yeah. of talking to my water. Oh, that's big. I talking to plants. I feel like the water signs. You guys are highly tuned to. I feel like more so than the rest of us. Because Maybe I should live on a houseboat. You would do well by water. Although I get, um, I do, I do get motion sick. Well, then you'd have to become a private eye and solve crime if you lived on a yes, I yeah, I would, and it, which reminds me of the second season of the OA. And if you haven't <gasps> seen the OA, I I implore oh, anyone listening to this. I'm to so watch glad you're talking about it. The OA because what a good Britt Marling Britt is. Britt Marling phenomenal. is my number one. She's my number yes. one. Yes, as far as like actor creator. Um, artistic vision. Mm-hmm. You can watch uh, the East, where she and Alexander Skarsgård fuck in the woods, and man, is that some hot effing <laughs> in the woods. Britt Marling and her um, creative partner Zal. Um, I think it's. I can't. I don't know how to say his last name. Bantamal Manjia yeah, or something. Um, they have created something incredible and her movies are also incredible yeah. that they've created it's together. funny and i can it's sort of like a, a a test now for me if people don't get the oa or they're like I don't know, i'm like well we're gonna have a lot to talk like my my path like my spiritual test. path yeah 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 i know like okay well you're the opposite that i can't relate to um and i get it people people don't get a lot of things or it doesn't it's not resonating with like them. near death experiences oh. um, I mean you could even say like astral projection spirit the, goes the, like the way the characters afterlife, change in between yeah interdimensionality and th- yes oh my god well season two and uh, both of the seasons and no spoilers the endings fuck me like I cannot wait I cannot wait to see yeah, With it's definitely worth checking out. It's, it's definitely so worth checking good. Out. You said um, before I forget. I'm just now remembering because uh-huh. we do have to stop talking. She's about an this Aquarius. I like. Oh, she's oh, got she a Leo is. moon, like Brandy and me. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really trying to manifest myself into the second season. I'm gonna have to do. You, I'm gonna manifest myself thir- into three. the third. Get in there. Get the in there. Season. Yeah. Um, get some pictures. You of said Brit. you did something really crazy. Oh no, that was the John Ham photos all over that they're gonna go all over my. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So you ordered them, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they'll be here in a few days. Oh, they'll be here in a few days. Yeah. And uh, okay, so that's good. 
Um, and you might, well, it'll be interesting to see like where the new space you end up being is as well at some yeah. point in the future. But, um, and you just have to make sure that if you randomly have John Ham coming back to your place one night unexpectedly, you have some kind of code you can text a friend to take down the photos before oh. you get there. Or I maybe say, I'm thinking too far in advance. Or I this. say to him, "Hey, I got a bunch of um, laundry hanging everywhere in there, and it's intimate stuff that you'll eventually see if you're lucky, John Ham. I got to go in there and take down all my." Wink, wink, laundry. <laughs> I love the idea that you don't you don't wink, wink, but you say my wink, wink, laundry. <laughs> like you actually say that phrase to him. Well, and he's like <laughs> Pisces ignore red flags, so it could be a match made. Oh, in do they? Yeah, Pisces is the the biggest one to ignore red flags. And it was funny because I was t- I was texting with Brady about some crazy fucking shit related to John Ham loving, and um and I wrote because Brady's Pisces as well. We all remember Brady and John Ham have all the same planets, but I wrote something to Brady like. Uh, thank God Pisces ignore red flags. And she replied, what red flags? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brandy Posey is great. Let's, sure um, is. So if you're, if you're interested in trying to find out like maybe, because we talked last time, I think it was last time about figuring out your path. Like what's mm-hmm. the good path for you when it comes to, you know, dabbling uh, or, you know, really trying to figure out what resonates with you in a better way. There's this great movie called Tinker. It's on Netflix. Oh, I do I, not know this. I recommend people watch it if you're interested in Nikola Tesla and oh. crystals and things like that. It's a very, like, independent style movie. It's not, I mean, if you're if you're looking for a movie that's going to be riveting with, like, action and all this other kind of stuff. <laughs> About you, Tesla, Ryan? You, you, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this movie. The original like, action star. <laughs> there's so many movies now about like the dystopian future. I think the if you want to really make a sci-fi movie about the future nowadays, you have to make a movie that takes place 50 years in the future where yeah, they're, everything's they're so everything, much closer. Well, everything is just kind of normal. That's like sci-fi yeah. now because everything is like, we, we live in this world now where this woman has just developed technology that can read your mind like an mri that can read your mind um i think it's called open if you if you uh google openwater.org or something uh, i think that's the name of it uh or the this like software this technique but the point is like madonna's worried about getting cloned we have mris that can read your mind we have alexa reusable space rockets we have alexa reading uh people's minds so if you want to have a sci-fi movie, like what's a, what's science fiction now about the future? It just has to be a movie about a family living a normal life in a house. Yeah. 60 years I just from now. watched a good one. Um, Marjorie Pierce starring John Hamm um, and Gina Davis and um, Tim Robbins. God damn it. Tom Robbins is the writer, right? Tim Robbins. Tim is, Robbins is the actor. Thank you. I love him. I'll never forget the day Andy Dufresne. Oh, Shawshank is so good. Uh, he's so good. He doesn't even have that many lines and he's like incredible. The internalization he does in Shawshank. A man doesn't need to speak to be noticed. <laughs> or uh, I'm losing my Morgan. What do I can, if I do a certain phrase, I can, I can kind of get close to Morgan Freeman. Like, it, I, Ryan. I'll never forget the day Andy Dufresne no. walked into Shawshank prison. <laughs> it's a, I don't know Andy about clothes. Okay, but... <laughs> down that. I can't remember the phrase. On the spot, well, you know how the observation changes the behavior of a particle? Mm-hmm. Even having a mic turned on changes. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like a, um, it's like a retroactive observation effect on 
voice and other things. No. Have you ever have you ever been singing in your room? Yeah. And you all sound the, every day. fucking great. Fucking on the way over like, here. And then you're like, I'm going to record this shit on my phone so oh, I remember. No, 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 no. Why do I That's like up. recording yourself having sex and ruining sex for yourself. I've never done it. Nobody has any Wait, recordings here. of me. I don't send nudes. <laughs> I know but I have that locked down like Madonna with her clone. Nobody gets that stuff. But what I, basically what I'm saying is anytime I try to record myself singing a song because I write original <laughs> songs. I love the idea of you with your phone recording yourself. So I'll be, and I can't exactly nail it it doesn't sound the way it sounds in my head uh-huh uh when i do i you know i got some I, I like country songs for a mountain dew hat i have some really good news for anybody who goes to karaoke with me in the near future i am mastering as we speak i sang it four times on the way over here unbreak my heart by tony braxton not an easy song Tony braxton is like my other celebrity crush she's one of she's my hot all-time childhood and talented, which is more important. Obsessions. Oh, she's incredible. She has like a new album from 2018 that was not very popular. I started Say listening to it. Me again. Oh my god, it's so good. Undo the I'm working out. I gotta work out my dance routine to it. Yeah, you got it, That's Ryan. It. You got, got it. Tony Braxton. You're recording was, yourself singing. She was in a pool in that video. Oh god, that There's, video. Um, it's Tony Braxton. They, they have in shower a pool. sex. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, she's just in a pool, and I. The guy dies. Oh man, he dies Tony in a Braxton. motorcycle accident. It's so sad. Diane Lane. Tony Braxton slides in right behind Diane Lane. Ashley Judd slides in. Below Tony Ooh, Braxton. Ashley Judd, yeah. Um, Ashley I Judd. I love her brain. I have to go back on my blonde thing because to, uh, Ashley Judd in the movie Heat. I don't remember Heat. Uh, the movie Heat, she was Val Kilmer's wife. Uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. I don't think I watched it. Um, there was Val Kilmer's a real piece of shit. We should talk about that sometime. Oh, he, I had no idea. He totally, he was doing that Mark Twain thing because he's a Christian scientist. So uh, Mark Twain like dabbled in everything. And when his daughter, they were trying, like his daughter was uh, epileptic and they were trying all different things. Uh, maybe went to a meeting or something about Christian scientists. Mark Twain was like the original atheist, you know, or who knows, maybe agnostic. Um, my mom would know actually. <laughs> but um, he, Val Kilmer latched onto this and is like, Mark Twain's a Christian scientist, which is bullshit i mean anybody knows that mark twain is not religious whatsoever but then val kilmer started doing a tour of mark twain and he stiffed the town of hannibal little hannibal missouri he was supposed to come to a show they got bodyguards they got catering they the, the little town of hannibal boyhood home twain spent all this money and val kilmer fucking stiffed them they had to call people who bought tickets who were flying into st louis to see this show he what was his reason them. He knew he would embarrass himself, but his reason was like sore throat. Um, meanwhile, Hal Holbrook, I'm pretty sure retired from this. He's he's a dear friend of the family. He and my mom are like best friends. I don't even. It's weird. And it, it, it's funny because I don't know if I ever told you this. There was an amazing Twain impersonator in Hannibal. And I love this guy. And we would go out to dinner with him every once in a while. He was brilliant. He was just the sweetest guy, age appropriate for my mother. And I'd always be like, mom, you guys have such chemistry. Like, why don't you date him? He obviously likes you. And she'd say, what would people say if I dated a Twain impersonator? And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm like the expert on Twain and now I'm dating yeah. a Twain impersonator. Yeah, and then I then cuz I my head didn't go there until she said it and then I'm picturing her telling him to get in his full Twain garb and oh like Oh my god, you're taking the this clothes. fantasy a little yeah. too far for Yeah, that's a, but that's what everybody would imagine according to her. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. That would be I think a little bit weird. Instead, she settled for a best friendship with Hal Holbrook, who um we were going to see when she was in town, but he was in New York. We uh, drove by his mansion. <laughs> 
<laughs> a long time ago, we drove by his mansion. Oh, I forgot to talk to your mom. Well, I'll talk to her again. About Twain? About the modern day Mark. Oh, yeah. 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 She'll be down with that. She'll even help you with it. Well, you know what? Let me see. This We're going really off track here. Well, as far wouldn't as, like, be the magic first stuff. time. Uh, um, let's see here. Let me see How if I got How to manifest it. your ideal Twain impersonator. Um, oh, here it is. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I, I come up with these, like, if Mark Twain was alive yeah. today, what, what are things he'd say? Like, with internment, you're stuck in a bed. With internet, you choose to stay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that is very Twain. I told uh, you, right? He's Sag. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe pornographers wouldn't be so bad if they also taught people how to take heed of good advice <laughs> instead of only teaching how to give head as a vice. Oh, my God, right? That's really good. Um, my financial advice to make ads based on vice. Okay, we got it. He um, and uh, John Stewart, I think, are both very close in their births. All oh, the uh, twain, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna Both start actually. Fire, I actually like me. <laughs> I like the idea that's it's occurring to me, like in the moment of like dabbling with more water magic. Yes, and like maybe having oh. even a cauldron. Of oh, some and I'll kind, tell you what, water as, cauldron. As a fire sign, I used to date this Aries, and oh my God, we had all the Aries I ever had sex with. Uh, bravo, Aries! You are all fucking amazing. <laughs> Nobody ever stops. I, I have like a revolving, well, had, you know, like when you're in a relationship for a long time and you don't no, really don't. like no, it anymore <laughs> and you sometimes got to call on the best sex memories you have to just finish it and be done having sex with that person. My revolving wheel is always Aries sex. It's always the Aries I've had sex with. Oh, so what you're talking about is like not being... The, who pops in to help you get off. It's always Aries. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, for me, it's Aries. And meanwhile, I don't think that that is a good sign for me because then we fight as hard as we have sex. And that's hard, real hard. <laughs> so, I guess if you can find some kind of balance. Yeah, yeah but this, the last Aries man I put myself through dating... Um, ugh, God, he was incredible. But um, we would sit... And stare into the fire for hours. We would sit and well, stare into fire. Yeah, and we're both fire signs. And then we would have sex later. But yeah, it was very primal. I just imagine this is your whole relationship. <laughs> it's like you show up and you're like, is the fire going? And he yes. goes, I've stoked it. And then you just sit there like crisscross applesauce on up. the floor, on a rug. Yeah, that was our sex. You sit there for about an hour and a fire. half staring at a fire. <laughs> and then like about an hour and a half later, you look at it, watch. And then he, he just says, are you ready? Yes. And then we and go then to you sleep. Have sex. <laughs> and then you falls and that's all you do. Like you don't like go out to dinner. Yeah. You don't like talk about books, um, <sighs> we or movies we or not. things like that. You just um, stare at He had at terrible grammar, together. I want to say. And he had a master's. Like <sighs> Well, who needs to learn that? I can't talk be with a man who has bad grammar. Have sex so well. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. Um, seventeen <laughs> orgasms in a twenty-four hour period. Jeez, a guy. dick on a stick. It sounds yeah, like. Yeah, and I didn't want them. I was like, "Stop doing this to me." And he just he wanted to like outman every man who came before him. And well, then that's an old trope that like uh, that's a, this old thing that uh, Sam Kinison really kind of perpetuated with his in his stand-up comedy and the famous cunnilingus bit about doing the alphabet. But then it oh, was yeah. also like. But part of that bit that um, so many men of a generation latched onto also was, you know, like if you know that it's the last time you're having sex with a woman, you want to do the freakiest shit so she'll <gasps> never forget you. So it's like you have to try to like leave your mark on but a woman. But you never know when you're something. having sex for the last time. 
I never know when I'm, I've never known when I'm having sex. You've never had like, we're, this is like, um, post breakup. Yeah. But then it's like, mm, no, but it's always like, uh, we'll, we're back in, you know what I mean? For a minute and then not, but yeah, I never know when it's the last time. But yeah, so that's like a thing that some men do believe is like. I guess you know, if you're like, I'm, I'm sure there's women who want to who probably do it as well. Yeah, I guess like, like oh, if I'm you're gonna on make this motherfucker vacation. never forget. Yeah, right? yeah, that kind of. Thing. Oh my god, that's my. I am always the best that they have. I know it. <laughs> I don't even need to hear it, but I do hear it. You know what I hear all the time? This is the best sex of my life. This is the best sex of my life all the time, motherfuckers. And you know what? They're not lying. They're not. And anybody, anybody who has sex with a fire sign, they're thinking that right now. Fire sign. We're fucking idiots, but we're great at sex. This is um, <laughs> anger this has been issues. Very enjoyable. This last like <laughs> minute or so, because like I've never seen you go off so confidently on a rant about. Oh, about I know, something. I know. Call so, up any one of them right now. They'll so tell you. So if there's anybody out there who's an earth sign, a water sign, Sorry. or a wind, or wait, what's the other sign? Air. Air sign. Airs are good at sex. Um, uh, Everybody's good at sex. Anybody can. Everybody. If you put your mind to it, you also can be the best. Someone, the best. You know. You want to be the best for someone. Ryan, you don't cancer want to be the gives best, the best right? head. Cancer gives the 100% best head. 100% cancer gives the best head. My advice was... Instead- <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> there is something to be said for, you know, certain aspects of a relationship maybe being um, totally out of balance with the other one. So, like, yeah. I think what you're describing here uh, in, to some degree Water and is, fire is, rough. is where you have, like, the sex life is so incredible but mm-hmm. everything else is is coming up short and therefore the relationship isn't going to wor- really work out yeah. in the long run but and in those moments where you have 17 it's not like orgasms. you just walk around for the next 20 years of your life every minute of every day fantasizing about that guy um in the sex you had as much as like those moments where you are maybe feeling sexual you can remember those moments so like but it goes to show like anything else. Like, oh, man, I wish I had some meaningful conversation right now. You'll, oh, God. You'll, you'll, that's Small when talk. you'll remember. That's when you'll remember the person who was best at that. I can't be with any more partners who want to fucking small talk ever again. Wait, that's so you also just an get, empath wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How was your day? Go fuck yourself. Oh, no, just kidding. I like that. But like, like <laughs> stupid, nothing talking. Shut your mouth. You're not even saying anything. Wait. Save your breath. Like... <laughs> but okay let, let's break this down for a second wait I, I have I'm to pee curious. so bad can we pause it yeah yeah let's sorry <laughs> okay and we're back and I think basically what I wanted to break down here was <laughs> the okay so on your list which is you know let's say this is this is in fact the magical list like the mm-hmm. ma- magical manifestation list of you know the of the perfect partner or, you know, as close to perfect as, and when we say perfect, we obviously mean ideal for I- me. Ideal. Yeah. And you said that small talk is on your list of yeah. what things that no they, small talk, no small talk. We have talk. meaningful conversations every single and time it feels balanced. for the next 50 years of your life. Yes. Yeah. He could be like, he could be like, wow, it's been raining a lot. And I could be like, yeah. And then we talk about <laughs> genocide. <laughs> I think, <laughs> first of all, I'm not laughing at genocide. I want people to be... No, no. But I, you know how when you go to the gym 
and I haven't been to the gym in quite some time, but you you don't always max out on weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, or, yeah. or repetition. Sometimes you, sometimes you, you know, you you just do something that's a little lighter exercise to give yourself a break. Yeah. To, to let the muscles relax. Like my idea, and maybe I'm wrong, and I don't know why I'm fighting you on this, but the idea of only having no, like the deepest conversations every single ideal. Yeah. I mean, that's ideal. Not, of course. I mean, it not, sounds okay, great, but maybe it seems just, like it would be like here's what I want. I almost. want vulnerability all the time. Like, um. Like, um, still really upset that blah 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 did this. Or oh, okay, let me. I want uh, Let's try an example. Okay, uh, but uh, being vulnerable with small talk. Say, oh, you're back from work. Yeah, uh, had a bad day. Somebody was fucking up my shit, and I'm pissed about it. But like, say, for now, men, say to me, how was your okay, day? How was your day? Uh, you know, the weather is nice. Yeah, but see, it makes, that's no. Well, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Ryan. See, this is why fire and air or fire and water don't work. Okay, go on, go on. So say, how was your day? How was your day, Ryan? The weather was nice, even though my my emotions were very out of balance. Ooh, as nice as the sun. That's the sun nice. makes me sad when I'm when I do, when I don't feel bright. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's small talk that's vulnerable. Yeah, Ish. I uh, there's a fine line. I'm distrusting the universe because I've had <laughs> I have said to partners, you cry too much. And these are oh. men and I'm a big advocate of men crying. But um, yeah. I've had a, I've had a woman shame me for crying before. So that oh, uh, so I'm I'm reacting negatively. Yeah. against you no. saying that to people. Uh, so here's what happens. But to that's me. my own baggage. And this is something we talked about with Renee. My my Venus is in Scorpio. And when I'm in love, it is all consuming. And I'm super nurturing with that person. Like I am the mother that they always wanted. Like, uh, but also the mother that they get to have sex with. So it's a real win win for but don't partners. call you mama. But I'm also, yeah, don't call me mama or mommy, but I'm also very independent. So when I'm with the person, I do get really uh, into them and very nurturing. So I've had men who did not exercise their issues uh, or with a therapist or a shaman or somebody who could have professionally assisted them where they want me to be all of that. Like the, 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 the issues that they're not the, when issues oh, keep so coming not up crying too much watching like a Folgers no movie. no 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 I love that oh my god I remember the first time my Gemini cried he went off Lexapro we'd been together for a couple months and he went off Lexapro and we're watching Deadwood and it was the funeral scene with the little boy and the man stands in the stream and I remember seeing my Gemini cry and a Gemini crying is really I haven't hot. seen Deadwood oh my god it's so good Ryan you've got to watch it it's I don't have so HBO good. so but I, I do know I, I need to watch it because oh. there's a movie coming out i've been i've been saving it because everybody always says it doesn't have an ending they fucked it so now that i know it's that there's still a movie satisfying being made, you would i would i've I'm watched gonna wait it till after repeatedly. the movie comes out so it's i can so watch good. it all it's so good but back when myspace was a thing i had a, a thing about elizabeth sarnoff being one of my heroes and she is she's a badass producer writer and um the guy who plays dan on deadwood reached out and sent me a message about it and we were fa- we were myspace friends and he was like oh i'm playing poker with liz and her partner who played um jane on deadwood um What's her name? Calamity Jane? Is that her name? Yeah, right? Nah. I wouldn't know. They are, I think, married in real life. But he was playing poker with them and he's like, oh, I'll tell her what your MySpace thing said. And I was just like, Yo, what? It was so cool. <laughs> and Dan's great. The I don't know him personally. Um, but what was I saying about? Too oh, the crying. Gemini crying. Yeah. So I saw him cry a few times and um, really love it. I love a man who cries. I do. I 
think that that is super fucking hot. But a man who's always crying or, oh God, a man who cries every time you fight. The, ugh, women, nobody should cry that much. Nobody should be crying that much, especially, I don't know, like, yes, there's strife, and ugh, whatever, but that, too much crying. And I, I meant it when I said it. I still stand by it. I do wonder when it comes to trying to understand someone else uh, and the way they deal with emotions and the way they process, uh, you know, grief or trauma or conflict. For me, it might be too much of a blanket statement to say that um, anyone cries too much. Yeah. I mean, because I think that there's definitely manipulative crying. Uh, that's how it And felt. then there's also like genuine crying and expressing yeah. of emotion. So um, as a man who comes from a long line of... I men don't, who don't really cry, yeah. you know, as which is standard for a lots of guys. I don't want friends who cry a lot. You know what I mean? Sorry, go on. No, I get it. I, I you don't want like every time you talk to just in the same just way. Every time I talk to you, emotions. I don't want you thinking, yeah. "Oh, what the fuck is going on? What what yeah. what shit hit the fan in Ryan's life today?" Yeah, or the, yeah. people work with people all the time. It's like, "Hey, how you doing? Ah, oh, you want to give me?" I'm you know, yeah, like, and I'm those the, people are exhausting. Yeah, and I've talked about this before. Like when I when I masturbate, I either burst out laughing or I burst out crying. Like. As soon as I have an orgasm. <laughs> wait, there's a wait, 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 wait. I know it's real weird. Oh, I, I people I have sex with don't know about it because um, you don't give a heads up at all. Oh, I usually it's very rare that I cry having sex with someone when I have an orgasm, but it's oh, it's just a release. It's not like it'll just be like a <gasps> like it's just some tears and then it's I'm just good. a real hairy met Sally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, really super hot. Why is that, yes, so, that woman is so sad. <laughs> and John Ham's over there. What does she have to be sad about? <laughs> we can bring this back. The power of the mind can really shape things and it can change your experience with something. So if you really want to like change something or transform something in your life, all you have to really do is be able to transform the way you think about it. So if you want to transform like your luck or your your love life or it, it's your true. personal self-worth, you just mm -hmm. have to really focus on these things. And I think that's where coming into like reading your list every day that does that. It creates these new connections in your brain mm -hmm. um, and it transforms the reality because you change from the inside and then the outside becomes Well, different. and use that menstrual blood and magic because that's your fucking power source. I mean, I haven't had it in a while, so I'm really excited to bleed on some stuff and see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> Those pictures of John Hamm. No, no, that's gross. Um, a protection jar, too, is good for menstrual blood. A woman can make a protection jar and bury it in her yard and people can't fuck with her. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know what? What Even, can a man do in that situation? I'm sorry, Ryan. It's very limiting because you don't have all the magical body parts that we have. But what if I like, what if I bleed into a jar? What if well, I cut myself? Men and bleed doing bloodletting makes more sense than women doing bloodletting. I'm going to like, next time you see me, I'm just going to have all these like bandages on my <laughs> I, body. I don't know like, how a man would oh, do it. Oh, I bled around jar. the city. Well, urine, <laughs> urine really is. I mean, urine still, because like I was, when I wasn't bleeding, I was like, well, I guess I could pee in a jar and make my protection jar i also don't really have anywhere to bury it right now and I'm, i don't feel unsafe where i am so but when i move i'm gonna put some bloody jars four corners around my place can you imagine being a kid finding years from now digging up a yard and you're like <sighs> oh what's in here and then you open it oh gross i'm yeah, gonna get little kind of liquid ones. i'm getting the little ones from target again. yeah ew <laughs> Oh man, um, have you ever seen any of that stuff where people find a witchcraft jar or something in their yard and they post it online, the pictures? 
I think I have. They're it's real like, creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Well, because some of got, them are hexes. It, yeah, it's really got that like oh, mm-hmm. like Im- immediately when you see it vibe. Like, yeah. That oh shit. Like, well, oh, this is. You don't want to dig one of those up and find your own hair or photo in it. That's a real. That's a real bad. You gotta find a professional to deal with that. No, I've been watching too much Sabrina. I was like, am I having a memory of something? And then it's like, no, I've been watching too much fucking Sabrina. <laughs> I'm on season two. Sabrina now. is your memory um, now. Yeah, I'm like, I got to stop binging this shit because it's fucking with my life. Um, Just binge it and get it over with. I mean, that's how I do things. I mean, I that's can't. That's what I'm doing with my liquor ha- Even and if my a movie's, e- I'll be watching a movie, even if it's three and a half hours. And if it sucks in the first 45 minutes, mm-hmm. I have to finish it. Really? I can't not finish a movie. Wow. Oh, if I, I start something, I have to finish it. We're reading Carson McCullers, The Heart is Lonely Hunter for my book club, and it is boring. And I'm not finishing it. But I probably... I have to finish things. I just oh, can't wow. stand it. It haunts me if I don't. It's also sad. There are mutes. There's a drunk. I don't know. I'm not interested. I don't really... I'm not invested. But yeah, I stop reading all the books. I will stop reading a book, and this is. I'm not proud of this. There'll be 10 pages left of that book, and I'm like, I don't care. See, I have a book I, I right now. Yeah. I couldn't imagine only having 10 pages left and not finishing it. Yeah. I don't that care. That gives me anxiety. I, I just it. don't care. I stopped caring. This is also ADD. The, I mean, this is like one of the first things you'll see in an ADD book about people with ADD is like, um, we like to drive fast. We like to shoplift. We don't finish reading books. We're basically huge losers. <laughs> like, but I'm not on meds for it, obviously. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> I guess I'm like that with movies, but I mean, there are a couple books I haven't finished, actually, now that I think about it, because I got into reading them, and I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Oh. One of them is uh, How to Know Higher Worlds, The uh, Path of the Initiate. It's a Rudolf Steiner book. I wasn't ready for it when I started reading it. It's a it's some real esoteric like, yeah. fucking you're like mystery school, like you're going to fucking learn some stuff here. That's um, awesome. I wasn't ready for that book when I started reading because I, I wasn't understanding certain things. Yeah. Um, there's another book by Blavatsky, HPB, Mm-mm. as people will probably know her uh, who are listening to this. Um, she is one of the founders of the Philosophical Research Society. Very cool. You read really good books. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but like, this book is from like the 19th century, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's called The uh, Secret Teachings of All Age. No, no, no. That's Manly P. Hall. Um, anyway, I wasn't ready for Blavatsky yet either. At, at <laughs> I don't think point. anybody would and so be. I was like, I, I read as much. I was reading the introduction and I'm like, I have to take a break from this because, I mean, it's thick. Yeah. It's thick stuff as well. But uh, it's, you know, but you mean your brain bounces mm-hmm. and grows all these new nodules. <laughs> What that you, you didn't are, have before. Is science? Are you really quoting real things? No, I'm saying like you feel like you like when you're reading stuff and you're like oh, discovering these knowledge is not knowledge stuff. You just feel like boink boink boink. Mm-hmm, you feel like mm-hmm. your brain's getting bigger. Kind yeah yeah totally. My memory sucks now. I because I don't like eat meat and fish oil is really good for the brain. Unfortunately, I've been thinking about taking it. I can tell it's also good for people with ADD. Um, what about I'll the be pills? S- what pills? I mean, the supplements, the fish oil supplements. That's what do. I'm thinking. That's maybe what you're I might do. Doing. Yeah, I don't like it, and I will see. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but um, like I'll be burpee? seeing. Yo, I don't. I don't have that problem. I know a lot of people burp oh the my gross God. fish oil. It's, it's, I, I have that problem. Can I tell you guys after that gross period story? I'm going to tell you something that I am even more grossed out by. Oh wait, 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 wait. Should we? <laughs> yeah, it's way better. Okay. I love <laughs> the smell of gross cat breath. 100% of the gross cats 
that I've smelled the breath of. And I mean, these aren't my cats. These are like cats I pick up on the street and I smell their breath. Clear, not 86% I, of the gross it, cat's breath there that is, you smelled. There is something 49%, biological 100%. with me wanting to smell a gross, stinky cat mouth. Not a dog, not dog breath. I'm not, a, I love dogs, but that does not do it for me. But a cat mouth and it smells like fishy maybe the teeth are rotting oh my god when i hold my cats and they got a stink mouth and i smell it there was a cat named percy near my house this beautiful little black cat i loved him he would always jump in my arms when he saw me come in who's my friend's cat she and i used to um snatch kittens out of hoarders yards and rehabilitate them you know but um percy had the best stinky bad breath that i ever smelled on a cat and i he was the first one that was when i knew and now boots my big fat tuxedo cat god he's so stupid he's the stupidest cat i've ever met but i will hold him like a baby and smell his mouth and man it does something for me (laughs) i don't know what that is i have no idea what to say to this other than i don't know what you're i should be better at secrets that's something nobody should know about me well, let's just hope no one uses it against you by like what? trying to package the, the stinky cat mouth <laughs> as like a fragrance of Good some kind. Good thing I don't want to be president. To get you to do their bidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What is I? Like you somebody know just shows up at your house and they smell like. Let me cat know, mouth. you guys. You just go to my Instagram and comment on a cat pic and be like, you can just say, well, don't say me too, because then it sounds like we're making fun of the very important movement. Say just like. uh I can relate to cat mouth, winky, wink, wink, whatever. Just, or just message me. I would love to know that I'm just not alone. Hashtag cat mouth truth. <laughs> CMT. Yes. I love that. <laughs> okay, let's, well, we are going to, uh, we're going to end that here, I think. I feel like I started telling a story and I forgot what it was. I don't remember I'm if so you were. I'm so hungry. I can't remember. <laughs> Why do I come in here all fucked up every time? <laughs> I you try seem, not. You seem fine. Thanks. My stomach was growling. I could hear it even with the earphones on. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, you know, message us if you could hear that. And I'd be <laughs> interested to know if there, it was able to be deciphered and maybe your stomach was speaking in uh, some kind of tongue. Uh, and well, how weird would that be if your stomach starts growling and it's like Nesferatu, and it's like that old movie it's alive with the Siamese twin that's just like a blob and they cut it off the kid's side. Oh my oh, God. I it don't just know growled that... so loudly. I'm like, the baby's kicking. <laughs> Once that nut bar, it knows is in my bag. <laughs> this is where the magic happens.com is where you can find uh, everything. Uh, you can find us on We have uh, really Twitter. cool merch on there, too. Uh, oh, that's right. We do. Yeah. We do. We freak your grandma out with a nice freak hot pink pentagram or, tank top. Or initiate uh, an interesting conversation from your grandma that you didn't know, that you didn't realize. Yeah, that you guys, she had don't been... freak her out. She's set No, I'm ways. saying what... <laughs> I'm saying like it's She'll the be like, oh, Wear yeah, I got t-shirt. naked and did Wicca in the woods She's like, when I was your age. like, let me tell you a story about um, coming to this room that's hidden behind the book. Yeah, I you slipped never my menstrual. How do you think I got your super fine granddad? I slipped in my menstrual blood at Taco Next, Bell. You know, you're initiated into a coven that you didn't realize that your whole family's in. Oh, yeah. Because they were waiting for you to come into your own. I really like that. And this that. t-shirt will help you understand. <laughs> yeah. You'll become closer to your Spellman witch coven family. I'll tell you what. I always know who the witches are. Oh, growing up, I always knew who the witches were. My best friend, my childhood best friend, um, Jenny, she had a witch herb garden. And we met in fourth grade. And we were drawn to each other. And we were both super witchy. Like, as children. It was crazy. So but find I, some witches yeah, out there. Yeah, I think um, you'll find your witches. But this uh, sweatshirt or tank top with a pentagram on it will certainly help you. For sure. And... Oh, which is a funny story about the pentagram because, uh, oh, and Sabrina, someone, no, someone who'd reached out to me about oh, things, should... but then there was another, they reached out again. Yeah. Somebody had um, a, 
We, we gotta, well, I, I can't. I don't want to give personal information. Someone reached out about like being tormented by spirits. And, and I so, trapped a subhuman in my so wall. So I, I told Ryan sent some, to tell her. We sent some it. advice. And yeah. then I was called a Satan worshiper <laughs> um, in very harsh words. And so then uh, they followed up apologizing for the harsh language since then. They did? Yes. Um, because that's nice. Because here's what, here's what I know. Nobody's perfect. I know that they. They did that, but then six months from now, mm-hmm. when they're still like struggling with, you know, their the life thing being ruined pulling by on this, their legs, yeah, that they may reach out again. They probably will. And but what we told them though is just such basic stuff. But, and who knows if it'll even work? But uh, the point is, it is very possible in today's age, even by young people, to accuse you of being like a Satan worshiper yeah. and things like that because you are out uh you are out publicly about your belief in in magic and i forget all the time that people don't talk about this like all the time i mean all the only people i hang out with are comedians and like paranormal and like magic mm-hmm. witchy people so i totally forget that people this is not a normal life that i'm living when it comes to and you're, the type of people that are open about all the things what so, people don't know is you're using your own magic you're not tapping into the devil i mean but that's a like a long. There's there's so much to overcome when it comes to someone who's very that's religious. True. So uh, anyway, but and if you need to trap a yeah. subhuman or ghost, reach out because I have had great success. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, on the internet is where community can be built for these people. So that's why we're asking you to join us on the on the internet uh, at the website or on Twitter or Instagram. I'm Rice Singh. Uh, she's lovable um, on Instagram. So we're you on know, Facebook, we're on Twitter. Facebook, yeah. So reach out, fo- find us, follow us, give us a rating uh, on iTunes. Oh, give us a rating on iTunes because I have an eternal, uh, real weird, fun thing going with all the names on it right now. I really like it though. I'm, I'd probably ne- probably I'm never going to take those names down. If anything, I'll do. I might move them around, but yeah. I okay. I think you guys will always be on my altar. Always and forever. <laughs> With my menstrual blood and blood my blood. cat breath. Faustus. <laughs> ah, Zelda. Be my night mothers. My the Okay, enough. Yeah, uh, okay. Cool. I love Sabrina. It's great. Uh, we'll see you soon, uh, hopefully. Well, or, I mean, I don't know. We'll see you in our third eye's mind. Ooh. Or in the, the third eye of our mind. Or on the astral plane, right? Or on the astral plane at the watering hole. Or... Uh, yeah. Nights when I held you beside me Un-